0: Today is April 28th. Welcome to Native Calgarian. Native Calgarian is being recorded on the lands of the Blackfoot Confederacy. The Blackfoot south of the imposed U.S.-Canadian border are the Blackfeet. North of the border are the Siksika, Ghanai and Bagani of the Confederacy. These lands are now on Treaty 7, signed in 1877, with signatories that include the Blackfoot Confederacy, the Stoney Nakoda, the now Wesley Chiniki Bears Nations, and the Sutina Nation. We acknowledge all First Nations, Métis, Inuit, status and non-status across Turtle Island as the keepers of these lands. Oki, I'm Chestokom Aki or Red Thunder Woman in Blackfoot. That was my spirit name given to me in in ceremony and my humblest apologies to the Blackfoot elders and language keepers as I try to learn the proper pronunciation, but I see that to honor the Blackfoot my name's Michelle Robinson. I was born in Calgary as Michelle Elliot, uh, an English name which has afforded me great privilege in a colonial world, English colonial world. My mother is Northern Slavey Denny or Satu Dene, but my Indian Act and Post status card by the Canadian government says Yellowknife Dene. My father is so Canadian that I am a daughter of the Mayflower and a daughter of the American Revolution while having an Indian Act and Post status card. I acknowledge my Dene lineage and that I was born in Calgary, but my family is not part of the Treaty 7 signatories. My Dene lineage roots me up into the land of the Hare people, called the Great Bear Lake people, in Treaty 11. I am a native to Turtle Island, and my Dene nation is a visitor to this area of Clinchotinne tinne indehay in Satu-Dene, meaning many horse town, named after the Calgary Stampede. Land acknowledgements are critical to creating a safer space for Indigenous, as well as honouring the host as I am a guest. Any mistakes or or misinterpretations will be on me. I encourage questions so that misunderstandings can be cleared up as soon as possible. I do not speak on behalf of all Indigenous, but I can share what I know as I walk down my red road. If you're experiencing any emotional distress after hearing anything we talk about today, call the First Nation and Inuit Hope for Wellness Helpline at 1-855-242-3310. one 242 3310 It's toll-free and open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Non-Indigenous, there are distress centers in your area too. Um, our Patreon account is Native Calgarian, where you can pledge in support. I wanna say thank you to the previous donors who have already showed their support. If you value listening and can afford to give, thank you to those who cannot afford to give but listen in, I'd love to hear from you. And you can email me at nativeyyc at gmail.com where you can send in your comments or questions. We are also on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. So I ran and I thought today would be a really great day to actually have a bit of a breakdown of the election. So today I have two special guests. My first special guest is a producer and my husband. Darcy Robinson. Hello. And my second guest is my daughter, Samantha. Hello. Hello. Thank you both for being on my show today.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: I thought it was important that we were on the show together because um, I think it's more fun when there's more than one person, number one. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't just me that ran. It was all of us that ran.
1: (laughs) We were there. Yeah. We were there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I know for me, like (laughs) I've been asked the questions of things like, so what did you learn? And (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really funny because I just feel like, because there's such a disconnect between indigenous and non-indigenous, they don't even understand the different barriers that I face compared to um, regular Canadians that decide to run. So it's really hard to answer that question for me. Um, But every time I, I mean, I learn more and I have these moments of amazingness of you know, talking to your class or talking (laughs) to the St. Terry class or, you know, talking to some community that maybe I wouldn't normally have met if it wasn't for running. So, yeah. yeah. What was it like having your mom come to your school to talk about uh, running?
2: It was cool. Um, All my classmates are like, when you ran, they were like, wait, your mom's running? Because nobody like new I guess in my class um because some of them don't live in our area and um and they it was really just hysterical because my partner I know she only chose me because my mom was running but it was still really fun to work with her because I was friends before with her anyway so
0: what do you mean Sam you mean when the writ was dropped the writ was dropped in your classroom and you had a partner?
2: Yeah, so we had to do this, like, mock election, and so we had to team up in pairs of two. One was the candidate, and one was the campaign manager. And, um, when we were picking partners, I have, like, two friends, like, two, like, people who I like in my class, um, (laughs) and so, anyway, I was like, oh, well, my mom's running for office, too, so this should be easy, and it was, um... But, <laughs> but yeah. So my <clears throat> um, classmate, I know she was like, "Wait, your mom's running. <gasps> do you want to be partners?" Ah. <clears throat> so yeah. Interesting. It was fun though.
0: Well, Dad, what do you want to share about what happened when the writ dropped?
1: Um. Well, it was uh, a whirlwind—twenty-eight <laughs> days or whatever it was. <laughs> Like it was an insane. It was, it was like one month, and that's it. You had one month to get signs and and all your literature, and it was. I don't know. I just kind of felt like it was so rushed that it was like boom, done, gone. It's over.
0: Yeah. So like you could tell, it was basically designed for the NDP and the UCP who were already like ready to go and.
1: Yeah, like I. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I think the NDP called it that way in order to try to catch the UCP off guard or. Or catch them in the middle of all their investigations and stuff, but uh, which clearly did not work out well. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, clearly.
0: So a lot of people have asked me, oh, so how did you place in that? So uh, I just thought I'd give a rundown for folks who, who aren't, you know, a part of Calgary East. Um, so there was the Peter Singh UCP, and if you were to Google Peter Singh UCP, I'm sure you would find lots of interesting information about <laughs> him, as well as uh, Jason Kenny, of course. Uh, Caesar Gala of the NDP he also ran he placed second and um, really nice gentleman from the Philippine Filipino community does a lot of work in that area um, I, I mean his community work and then Gargar from the Alberta party he placed third and then I placed fourth as the liberal and then Will Gar- uh, Carnegie sorry well I don't even know why I messed up your name right there um he placed, he was part of the Green Party. He placed fifth. And then Jonathan uh, Troutman from the Communist Party also ran. And he placed last. Um, he got 73 votes. Will got 355. I got a whopping 507. Thank you to all of the people who voted for me. And then Dargar got 1,720 twenty Cesar got 4,346, and Peter Singh got 6,336. So, oh, I messed that up. 3,363. I don't know what happened there. Just, like, my brain's not working Gone dyslexic because it's mm-hmm. Sunday night or something, hey? Hola. I'm just
2: surprised Jonathan got that many because, like, the Communist Party isn't actually a party. They're just pretend you can
0: send all of my hate mail to native YYC at <laughs> gmail.com.
2: <laughs> I, um, so speaking of which, Sam
0: actually had um, uh, some schoolwork and she brought it home and she got five out of six. And the irony was when they had to write down the candidates, the one she missed was Jonathan from the <laughs> Communist Party. But uh, it's really sweet. It asks, what is your electoral division? And this is all part of the student vote um, Alberta activity resource. They had uh, described two things about your electoral division. She said it has the lowest voter turnout and it's a new division, which it is. So that was really smart of you, Sam. Why did you choose those things out of all the things you could have chose?
2: Because they were the easiest.
0: They were the easiest, gotcha, and the and, least
1: controversial. And it did have the lowest voter turnout in all of Alberta. Again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yay, We were at
1: like, what, 40.3 For- or something like that? Yeah,
0: you know, I 43.7, was.
1: 43.7, something like that.
0: I was talking at work with, like, our the people I work with care a lot about voter turnout and, um, you know, want to engage and always be a part of moving that dial up. And, yeah. you know, so we were just trying to figure out, like, how do we start engaging with folks in our area to get them to vote and. I think yeah. it's one of those things that, like, I'm going to have to start door knocking yet again just to try to convince people to vote at all. And uh, I don't know, because I'm liberal, I think they would think I have nefarious uh, reasons for wanting to do that more than <laughs> I just really care for the whole, you know, democratic process. So, yeah, it's so weird because, you know... Um, our area had the area of Robin Luff, so she was the elected um NDPer, and then she got kicked out of caucus for basically advocating for our area and then um we had Gargar from the Alberta party and uh you know i i don't know there was some apologies made and lit that had to be retracted and all of the stuff that happened so uh will i work with him and you know he obviously stands for some things that i don't and it just made sense for me to put my name in, so that's why I ran. And I really thought the Alberta, Alberta Liberal Party had the best platform. So, what did you guys think of the, our platform?
2: It was honestly the best out of the entire bunch because, um, I read we had to do this thing where we had to search up the one issue, um, that we cared about for school, like in the p- political platforms, and only four, um, parties, but um, yeah, so I researched indigenous issues or First nations because whatever um, and I found the use I went to this website um that had all of the party platforms on it. um it was the Edmonton journal, I think, yeah. and um they the liberals were the only one I could find with like their that was like radiant on indigenous issues that will uh, they had like indigenous platform as one of the many things like most everyone had like economy education and like some other things as like kind of their main po- talking points mm-hmm. but liberals were the only one with indigenous there uh. and I was like well that makes my job a lot easier because then I don't have to read through everything to find something <laughs>
1: The one thing that I liked about the the liberal platform was uh, purely the, I mean, I liked a lot of it, and obviously I'm married <laughs> to you, though it's, we share similar values, but um, the one that I really liked was the decriminalizing of all drugs because I think that's a conversation that desperately needs to happen in this country yeah we need to look at countries that have already done this like Portugal and and <laughs> and a number of other ones totally and I think honestly that is probably you know in, in my little world I think that's probably one of the number one health care issues yeah. that we face that nobody is willing to step up and actually do anything about so'm I'm, I'm glad to see it in your guys' provincial platform Mm -hmm. i'm hoping that that will translate into over the next couple elections maybe we'll see that more and more and it'll become a thing and then like marijuana legalization or sorry (laughs) cannabis legalization uh maybe it'll actually (laughs) come to fruition because you know the worst part of all (laughs) these things is like your platform wasn't revolutionary it wasn't in in that regard just this one issue it was it was like well let's do what others have done yeah and like had wonderful, amazing, uh, you know, <laughs> benefits from it. Yeah. What a concept. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. I know, but we didn't... You're not reinventing the wheel. I,
0: I don't know what to say. I guess, like, we just didn't sell it or... Well, I think the other part is is that Albertid, Albertans just
1: hate liberals. Yeah, it, Albertans yeah. do...
2: This, I, when a liberal talks, Albertans do this, la, 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 plug their ears.
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think, too, yeah, like... What was going on in the federal party right now was yeah. a huge detriment. detriment. Yeah, but on top of that, Alberta has gone so far away from the Liberal Party now that it I don't I don't know.
0: Yeah, like we're in such right wing thinking.
1: Well, yeah, and everybody seems to think the NDP has the answer now. I know. And,
0: um, I I was just gonna go back to what Sam said about the Indigenous platform because um, I actually seen the Alberta Party's Indigenous platform when they released it. And this was like long before the writ was ever called. And it's fantastic.
2: Yeah, they do have a really good one, but... But um,
0: Oh, you go first, sorry.
2: But uh, when I was looking through, it wasn't one of their main points, I guess, or whatever. Right. That they talked about on the Aventon Journal.
0: Well, I want to elaborate on that exactly. Hmm. And like, when I went through it, it's fantastic. But the problem is, I knew not a single Alberta party... Um, candidate would have a clue what it's talking about. And that was actually really proven through the election when you would see people, you know, like our um, uh, fellow, he was uh, at all the, you know, I love oil and gas rallies, and he has no clue of like sovereignty, um, intensive treaties, self-determination, nothing. But he had no problem, you know, being at these rallies that just obviously would go against all of the Mm. things that are in their Indigenous platform.
1: So... Typical Albertan, though. Well, that's
0: just yeah. it. Like, yeah, like, I don't even know if he read it, let alone yeah. understood it, right? And he would
2: also, like, he did not know their platform clearly because he would dance around question. question.
0: Yeah, I know. We had, uh, <laughs> so we had, what, at least two forums, and then you weren't at the St. Kateri um, conversation, but, um, you know, we had to actually, like, cut him off because the alarm would go off, but he kept talking. So it was actually pretty funny from my point of view to, hear somebody who like he he has a really great platform but I mean I whenever I came to a forum I like had my binder like a total nerd my platform like a total nerd and whenever anybody would ask a question I would reference to my you know party platform to make sure I wasn't going off the party and being respectful to the party and I like I just didn't see anybody else do that which was so funny (laughs) because like all of these other parties had you know platforms and we did too and i just brought all of my notes and you know i didn't bring any of the like past convention uh resolutions because you know i don't think that's necessary but i mean That's I, a
1: little overboard Michelle. I know <laughs> but you know it was funny cuz somebody
0: actually asked the question do you actually walk your talk when it comes to um the things <laughs> you believe in I think and i, I, I kind of giggled at it because you know i was the only one who would acknowledge you know my she and her pronouns I was the only one who, you know, acknowledged my name every time I spoke because there was somebody who was blind in the crowd, and I just found Mm -hmm. it interesting to hear other people try to talk about that. When like the Alberta Party had this fantastic Indigenous platform, (laughs) and not one—I never heard a single party talk about it, like a a candidate anywhere. And uh, you know, of course, maybe they actually have Indigenous candidates up in you know northern Alberta or somebody that talked about it, but. Course, I didn't see any of that, so yeah.
1: but yeah, I, I know they did. They, they had a uh, couple of Metis candidates from northern Alberta, right? Um, for the Alberta Party, I think one was uh, Donald McCarger, who a few years ago tried to run for president of the Metis mm-hmm. Nation of Alberta. And, oh, really? Um, yeah, he's he, he ran for the Alberta Party, um, so he was trying to rally a lot of indigenous vote behind that and make. Mm-hmm make the Alberta party like the indigenous party of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few other Métis that I think got involved and yeah. ran as candidates. I think, yeah. I know, I think there was at least one other. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't, you know, you, like you said, you went with your binder and you were prepared yeah. and I don't, None of that seemed to really matter or click with anybody. Like Nerd it, alert. Well, but but beyond that, why wouldn't you go prepared? I know yeah. like
2: It's like it's like um if you're at a restaurant and a waitress or like waiter like is determined to remember your order, not write it down on like a piece of paper so that they yeah. can tell them, "Oh no, it's like and then it gives people anxiety. Like <laughs> you probably won't get my order right. Like kind of thing. where it's like Yeah, it just gives people anxiety, and then you aren't you aren't fully prepared. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna be at one of those, at least be fully prepared with a notebook. Yeah, because
0: yeah, I'm gonna throw my friend Will under the bus and say (laughs) there were times that uh, the things were brought up that I know the Green Party's platform that he totally went against. (laughs)
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, I know. I I wish I wasn't such a nerd where I knew everybody's (laughs) platform so well, but oh well. What do you do? It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, some guy who had like a police raid on the Friday before election day, he won. hands down won. So it it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know what Jason Kenney and the conservatives would have had to do in order for them to not win this election because I don't know. Everybody was so blind. I mean, um, I don't think it
1: mattered. I think they, I think people are voted for them in a hope. I mm-hmm. hope that we will see the glory days of oil and gas yeah. at a hundred and twenty dollars a barrel and just Full flat load, out going yeah. crazy yeah. with money coming out of our ears and everybody's well, got a seventy-five thousand dollar boat rolling down the highway like it.
2: Yeah, and well, like even grandma said, like or my, <laughs> our grandma, like my grandma was like, well, I'm gonna vote ECP because I want my investments to. Yeah. Go yeah. up or something.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's like, well, you don't even care about your own granddaughter. Well, speaking
0: like, of which, let's go to this. Let's say <laughs> the three questions. Well, you said, what election matters um, to my community, my family, and me? And I'm kind of surprised they let you get away with not answering all of this. So, <laughs> But um, you put GSAs. Yeah. Yeah. Why does that matter so much to you, Dave?
2: Well, <sighs> So. Other than
0: your mom's a, like, crazy mm. liberal.
2: Well.
1: <laughs> Do you walk the walk, though? Michelle? Right. <laughs> like,
0: um. I don't know. As we have the voices banner over there, yeah. and the voices, like, banners yeah. behind us. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure somewhere in the house have is you, a Have you ever been to Pride? <laughs> yeah, I know. Motion 503. Oh, yeah. Um, signs still in this house, I'm sure of it, so.
2: Yeah. But I put GSEs because um, I'm... I'm still questioning on whether I'm pansexual or lesbian, but I am questioning um, because I have a girlfriend. And anyway, um, I we don't have a GSA in my school, but I think like p- kids have come out and said that GSAs have saved their lives. Yeah, and that's something that
0: and the stats prove that
2: too. Exactly, and um, like my BFF is also um gay and m- me and her have really supporting families but other we know that other people don't yeah and um i just I feel for other people, unlike most of the province. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Apparently. Show change. Anyone
2: who votes UCP.
0: Right? At least, like, what, 47% <laughs> of the population, I I believe, is the actual number yeah. that they ended up going with. I want to give a shout-out to Calgary Herald for actually putting in my um, link to my party and a nice picture of me. Um, I don't know why, but global, for whatever reason, they didn't even, like, you know, bother and uh, yeah. th- there's another website that I was a part of with uh, Ask Her, and they didn't bother putting up anything Yeah, because there's
1: no photos of you on the internet.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was Googling the candidates for um, the, actually the project that I was doing, um, where I had to search up the candidates for our area. And it took me to, I clicked on the first website because I don't like scrolling down Google. um. <laughs> so I clicked on it, and it took me to this like weird red website. But it had all of the candidates except for Jonathan. Um, and it had mom, but it didn't have. It had like links to the candidates' like websites or Facebooks or Twitters. And had none of. Them. And it had nothing for my mom except for her name. Yeah. Like they didn't you even know, have a one,
0: picture. Part of that is like uh, volunteers. So, like, it's so funny because I don't know what people think, but I can tell you, like, nobody pays you to run. You actually go out of pocket, in our case, a couple of thousand dollars to to run. Um, And I do it because, obviously, I believe in democracy. And, like, here we have in our area, I felt like there was a lot of shade for a lot of the candidates. So that's why I thought, well, I know that um, politics, timing is everything. So that was part of the reason why I put my name in because it was like we have a lot of shade going around at everybody. But as it turned out,
2: you know, kiss and yeah, RCMP investigations don't matter. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It is true. So um, yeah, ask the question, three questions you would ask in MLA. Why do you want to be an MLA? What community do you Work do you do and how do you plan to represent the community
2: and can i clarify the last one yeah because i didn't i was too lazy to write all this but um yeah like how would you plan to like engage with the community to know what the community needs for you to represent them sort of
0: you know it's so funny because i'm forced you to go to robin Loft's last uh you know, public outreach and she they did had a great really presentation good,
2: and they had really good Caesar salad and lasagna.
0: Oh God, it was so good.
1: <laughs> I so wouldn't good. know.
0: Yeah, I know you're out of town. Hey,
1: I was uh-huh. working.
0: Thank you. <laughs> thank you to work. Thank you for working so pod. that I could have a podcast and yeah. I can run for, <laughs> for provincial elections. And yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I just, I thought it was really good that Robin Leff basically implanted that in her head where it was like, you know, these are really important questions for you to be asking any of the candidates. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because in the end, like, I don't know if we really even got those types of questions. And I felt like our um, riding had, you know, a lot more public outreach than any of the other ridings. And yet in the end, like um, Peter Singh, he didn't even come to the debate that 12 community safety initiative had, and um, he didn't show up to the St. Kateri one. And then there was a Filipino uh, forum, and they wanted representations from all the parties. And the la- um, last minute, the UCP uh, jammed out, so you know that they had no representation there, too.
2: And to be honest, I've met all of the candidates except for Jonathan and Peter, I think.
0: Mm. Um. Oh, yeah, you met Peter yeah. though
2: because i've met Dinner?
0: <laughs> yeah remember when we had that incredibly boring <laughs> outreach that we had to do the training session and there was that one guy from the ndp that was just driving us crazy with all his ridiculous questions oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah
2: i remember that because my dad came home with a bunch of papers with doodles on them oh yes. yeah i thought he was gonna <laughs>
1: strangle oh, was this one two guy. hours of my life i'll never get back <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, it, it's one of those things that you go, and it's good information, it's valuable, but realistically, if you want to know more, you look it up, because it's, it's basically training on Alberta Elections Act stuff Yeah, that's related to candidacy and signs and stuff like that. Well, if you want more detail, go look it up. It's well, and in literally, the, the one guy who kept asking oh, questions was like literally
0: paid for by... The NDP to actually be there. Oh and wow! He and just was like going on and going on. Yeah,
1: and he was like a lawyer interrogating yeah. this trainer, who she's yeah. standing there going, "Look, they gave me like five hours of training to put this on. I don't know what you're talking about." Totally. Like, <laughs> like he was just—he had his notebook out and everything. I showed up with not even a pen. I'm like, whatever. I mean, if I want if something piques my interest, I'll go look it up online later. Like, it's yeah. I know the one question oh, man, that man, I, I had that to, I don't like, ever
0: um, <laughs> a- answered was the one about um, signs about the one that said stop Rachel Nolly" And it was done by the rebel. Cause there's some kind of yeah. book launch. I think
1: the... I, I think officially the answer was that's not a problem. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but which I, you know, I mean, that sets a precedent now. So next time is there going to be left leaning. Well, uh, journalistic things that put out a uh, stop Kenny. Yeah. You know, kind of shit like that. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I thought mm. it was kind of trashy,
1: but that's the rebel for you.
0: Well, and we have a federal election coming up, and that was like a window yeah. into what. You know, oh, that's going to be
1: absolutely nasty. Oh. Like, I, I just, I want to go in a hole for the next like, for the whole like time that that's the writ drops and we're on to election cycle. I'm, think I'm just going to go camping.
0: I never got a chance to tell you, but I got an email from somebody in the um, federal party, and he was so dismissive to the fact like, well, now that the provincial election is over, let's get to work. And I couldn't I uh, <laughs> no, right? I couldn't help but start laughing 'cause uh so I was door knocking and most of the door knocks that would even open their door at me and not yell at me, um, basically started yelling Trudeau, anti Trudeau type of things to me. And uh I was like, Man, I don't think my party understands what's happening at the federal level in my yeah, area no. at yeah. all.
2: Like so I think a lot of pe- I think the reason why people didn't like well, most people didn't really like the liberals, is because of the federal liberals. Yeah. And man. like, even one of my classmates, he was like, the federal li- or the, like the liberals suck. And I'm like, why? Um, and he told me like, well, they legalized cannabis, and um, I was like, wow. And how is that a bad thing? Yeah. And he was like, but, but it 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 just is. And I'm like why like a lot of people were like the reason why well like one of the reasons why people didn't like people were scared to get medical kind like medical cannabis for health reasons because they were scared to get it because it's not legalized and now people can do that now and it be less scary um oh, I'm just gonna have a proud mommy <laughs> moment right now. Um, we taught her well, babe. But then, um, he the dangers
1: tri- the devil's lettuce.
2: <laughs> but then he <laughs> then <laughs> he tried <laughs> <laughs> then he tried arguing with me. I'm like, you're too dumb to have this conversation. So I walked away.
1: <laughs> see, okay, see like, you had I the proud mommy arrogant. moment at <laughs> the whole thing. I had the yeah. proud dad moment of like, yeah, no, just shut up now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well I'm proud of you, Sam. I'm glad you said
1: that. But see that's the thing is we don't in, in this country, we don't really teach politics in school. Yeah. We don't talk about the separation of federal provincial and municipal. I mean, most adults that I've come across can not discern the difference and they've lived here their whole lives between I know. federal and provincial. Like, and
0: then the same thing happened when I was municipally running, where people didn't yeah. understand the difference. And yeah. even like when I was door knocking provincially, people were still bringing up municipal bylaw issues and such to me. And you know, and I would argue that none of the candidates mm-hmm. followed the uh, signed bylaw none at the them. municipal no, level. So,
1: but see, even yeah. even the other candidates don't understand the difference between federal and provincial. You have no. <laughs> you have UCP candidates, and and their leader saying they're going to do this and that and this and that, and it's like. Yeah, that's a, like, these are all federal things. Like, yeah. you, you're you not going to build a pipeline across three provinces because you're the premier of Alberta. Exactly. Well, and you know, like, I, I just felt issue. like
0: both David Kahn and I were the only people calling out that, you know, incredible misguided logic.
1: Hashtag laying pipe.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs>
2: but nobody caught on. Like, I, I don't understand. But... You go ahead first. And um, the thing is, we are... In, in grade six, we're learning about democracy. First, we learned about ancient Athens, then the Haudenosaunee Confederacy um, down in Ontario in the States. Um, but now we're learning about like municipal, provincial, and federal. And my classmates are still too dumb to understand that. Oh, don't say that. That's mean. <laughs> well... <laughs> We're tr- first we like kind of focused on separating provincial issues and mun- municipal I- issues. Yeah. Like, okay, well, highways are mainly provincial, but they are also municipal because this and this. And then like, oh well, um, uh, like, street lamps and stuff like that are municipal, and like garbage disposal municipal. Um the, I bet then, you that was
0: brought up during the provincial election to me.
2: Yeah, and they yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, we remember. were just focusing on separating those and then we kind of um kept going, I guess, and then yeah, and then we had the writ dropping. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I um I actually did have a indigenous friend though reach out to me and talk to me. It it was after the um election and it was all done. And a lot of indigenous they'll never vote um because they don't they don't want to give that you know i guess acknowledgement to Canada as being part of their system mm-hmm.
2: but that's awesome <laughs> kudos to them <laughs> but <laughs> the problem well I
0: have a bit of a problem with that because. Yeah. It can be a, a protest, number one. Like, your vote is a protest. And for me, that was clearly what I was trying to do in a 2015 federal election. Of course. Yeah, where it was like, we all got to stop Harper. And the only way to stop Harper is to vote more strategic and united. And, uh, like, I mean, I'm out in Calgary. So when I say that, <laughs> I mean, like, out in Calgary. But for a lot of people nationally, I mean, sometimes that means NDP or sometimes even green. Yeah. depending on where you're at. So <laughs> I, we got to f- go find those green ridings and like, <laughs> relocate. My classmates <laughs> would say
2: those damn tree huggers. And that really upsets me, you know, like
0: because I, I heard a few negative things said um, to me from your classmates and, and from your school about being liberal. And it, it just sucks because it's like, you know, who has your best interests at heart? Liberals. Well, obviously, I feel that way, but, you know, like, one of the reasons why I ran was because of what happened to your school, exactly. and, uh, you know, I just found it really interesting that nobody seems to know about it, nobody seemed to care about it, and, um, you know, it it really bothers me. It bothers me that at a moment's notice, your school can be, you know, purchased, and there's basically a year deadline. Mm-hmm. It, it it says 18 months in the, in the clause, but still... It can be closed, yeah. and that's four hundred and sixty nine kids. That's not including staff, yeah. support staff, teachers.
2: Yeah, and um, when so me and my um friend when we we had to collect signatures around the school and from other people too, um, for to for her to be a candidate, <clears throat> um, and we would go and they're like, well, what party are you? And we're like, liberal. And they're and my teacher and most of the teachers are like liberal yeah i know i remember you telling me that it kind of broke my heart
0: yeah it broke my heart because you know we're already teaching children that liberals are bad in alberta and i don't care what anybody says it's intergenerational i was raised to believe liberals were bad and um yeah i had to question that in order to get there and of course with harper being such a harper (laughs) <laughs> it was easy for me to Excellent. be on Justin's team.
1: Well, but the the real problem I have with that is that what what is wrong with being a liberal? What is wrong with being, like, forget the the semantics of the way politics is right now with Trump and and the way our politics ran in this election, yeah. where people basically will forego anything as long as it's a blue team. Yeah. But I mean, that yeah, that's basically. the real problem. Is yeah. like. Okay, we don't they, they sneer at being a liberal or a Green Party yeah. per, uh, candidate. Why? Yeah, because they have different priorities than you. Like, values. it's not even yeah. different ideologies. Do we not all agree with, on freedom? Do we not all agree on everybody has equality? Yeah. Well,
2: it's just generally speaking,
1: there. yes, except for this election. But I mean, if you're a teacher, like what, like you, you should be an intellectual. So you should be looking at the platforms and. Like I can look at those platforms and see similarities. It's just that you want that, you want the same outcomes in a lot of cases, but you just have a different way of getting there. So why would you sneer to that? Like that's the part that drives me crazy with politics is (laughs) we're teaching kids to hate liberals or hate Green Party or, or laugh at Green Party or this party or that party because, oh, they're a joke. well so what I mean so what if they don't get any seats I mean they have priorities and they have beliefs one of the things things that really upset me about
0: the Alberta party was that when they talked about the 94 calls to action from the Truth and Reconciliation Commission they actually called them recommendations not calls to action after I've told many of their party people the intention of calls to action over recommendations idiots (laughs) i'm raising a nice arrogant liberal i'm so proud of you my dear
2: like seriously come on
0: you know what though sam like and i mean i thought i talked about a million other things other than just indigenous issues but i had one of my colleagues tell me that they were only going to vote for him because he was the only white person and that really was yeah upsetting because it's like you know it doesn't matter how much I know about, you know, your school, the jurisdictions are working with other parties, um, the multiple issues that, you know, I deal with in the community every single day. It just, all oh, the only thing that mattered was that I wasn't blue. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. To go back to what dad was saying.
1: Yeah. And it, it is a shame because we don't, we're not picking the best candidate for our area. We're not picking the best people to run in politics. I mean. To be honest with you, yeah, okay, so the UCP won. Um, and everybody, you know, when the NDP won, I remember everybody, not everybody, a lot of people in media were making it jo- like laughing at them because they had what people considered to be completely inexperienced political people. Yeah. They were just kind of put their name in mm-hmm. thinking, oh, well, wouldn't it be funny if they won? And they did. And then it was like, oh, shit, what do we do now? Yeah. I really feel like that's exactly what the UCP has now.
0: Well, but the, here's so, the other thing that really upsets me about that, though, is that, like, I don't know why everybody has such a short memory, but Jason Kenney was a part of Harper's team. Harper's mm-hmm. freaking team campaigned for, like, yeah. 30 years about the golden pensions, about Senate reform. They go out, and about uh, lifelong politicians. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> they completely said that that was wrong. And yet, they went out to Ottawa doing that like totally reneged on all of their election promises, every single one of them. And Mm -hmm. now Jason Kenney is back here in Alberta on his freaking golden pension. And he's running now Alberta. And he's never kept one of his single election promises at the federal level. And now he's here running our province. And everybody's okay with that. Not just okay with it. They freaking voted for it.
1: Well, and the worst part is, is like now he's already said in an interview that, no, well, the, the, the liberal carbon plan is better. So we're okay with going with that.
0: Yeah. So they're going to
1: repeal the one that keeps the money in Alberta and give it to Ottawa. Yeah. That's really the difference. Yeah. There's some finer points to the policies, but like he's, he's good with giving money to Ottawa. I know. It's also the guy that wrote the transfer payment program we're in right now. I know. But yet, Albertans but yet nobody hate that stuff, and this. nobody seems to care that he did this. He cut out, he brought in temporary foreign workers, which cut out a lot of Albertan jobs. The unions up in Fort Macward. But everybody seems to be like, "Oh wow, well, whatever. It doesn't matter what he did."
0: I know. I know. Facts You know, don't like
1: matter. the guy's getting investigated by the RCMP. Who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? And that's what I mean. Like, I know. He there. Here's a guy who literally just showed up, got the candidacy yeah. through whatever means he needed to do.
0: But I don't even like, and, and here's he, the he irony is that like, everyone who placed like in the top, like Will and I are the only ones I think Jonathan too. We all live in the riding. But none yeah. of the other folks do. I don't know if Peter Singh knows a single thing about our area. Well and the thing no, is is they
1: they're not in the community. They're no. not involved in the community like you are. No. And the
0: only two people who lived in the community were you and Will. Yeah, the only two people. I don't know if but Jonathan then, does or not.
2: Well, yeah, I don't know. But nobody,
0: nobody knows who Jonathan is. Well, I know who Jonathan is because he's one of my uh, comrades in uh, solidarity. A lot of times when it comes to different issues. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's making fun of me, folks. We're yeah. just gonna cut that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't cut out anything.
1: But I, I don't know. I just, I guess that's the disappointing thing for me in this whole election was just. Um, it wasn't a huge shock that you lost just because it's blue. albert Con- Alberta's conservative. Yeah. Oh, Our yeah. riding's always been I mean this specifically where we live has always been represented by somebody in a blue coat. Yeah. Yeah, and it always has. It, it honestly doesn't matter what they do. I mean Deepak showed up at one event like, just in hurts. the last oh, election know, and like, spit on people like cuz he it was so hurts mad. I just because
0: like, I like literally <laughs> Here we have people who will bring up things like, oh, you know what, we should probably uh, like I'll see the harm reduction folks talk about, you know, Portugal and like it was in our actual platform. uh, platform. All you had to do was vote for it. Or I heard uh, somebody who I love very much say, you know, well, kids and obesity and parks. And I'm like, I literally campaigned on that. You had the opportunity to vote for me. You chose not to, you know that stuff is what hurts is that people will say oh well we should be doing this and it's like oh well it was in our freaking platform yeah like why didn't you talking about sales tax well it "It was in our freaking platform like come on people but that's
2: the thing like albertans vote for blue they don't care who and they vote for a leader they don't even vote for someone who's going to represent them they vote for a blue leader whoever that is they're like oh they're amazing well i was just
0: interested in talking to a <coughs> friend of mine who is really political as well and she said that she calls them the big white daddy because she's not, she's brown. And she was saying that, uh, you know, a lot of people in her community always want the big white daddy to fix everything, which is so super pathetic and sad. But if that's mm-hmm. the reality, yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I, like even for us, I mean, we have our liberal values, we have our value systems, and we're not going to deviate from that. But at the end of the day, like now we don't even have a liberal in... Um, The legislature. We lost the only one we had.
1: Yeah. And, you know, honestly, like, I think I thought, you know, you you talked about GSAs earlier. And I really hated the fact that we have politicized GSAs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to me, it's one of those things like it's, it's like saying you can't discriminate based on race. Like, to me, it's that simple. Yeah. You want a GSA, have a GSA. Nobody can deny you the right to have a GSA. Yeah. To me, that's a very simple thing. I don't understand why it needs to be politicized, other than to garner headlines. And, and I, I understand why. it's just
0: like, but I, it, but I, it's
1: I, propaganda is what I'm saying. It's not a, it's it's not an issue that is going to alter the course of of Alberta's economy or whatever people think is so important about jobs and economy. So why are why are we talking about Like, that should have been never even put in a platform. Like, it's done. It's in place. Let's leave it alone and move forward. But that's not what we do here.
2: No. And so, in my class, for Tuesdays, we have devotions early in the morning because I go to a Lutheran school. And um, we do this thing called Talking Tuesday. And we have a prop, um, like a question or something. Um, And one of the questions was, and we just go around the circle, and we go... And one of the props or questions was, well, what do you care about that you want to see in the provincial election or something? I think, or yeah, because we're g- just getting kind of in to pull pol- poli- politics, and she was, and our teacher was like, well, what, what are some of the p- provincial issues that you care about? Most people passed, but I was like, well, I guess. I wanted. To, I always try to say something. So I was like, um, "I really care about GSAs because that was the only thing that could pop into my For mind sure. at that time." But then re- now I real I'm realizing that like that's a actual thing because <laughs> I never thought it would be like in a provincial platform because it shouldn't be because it should just be there and it's yeah yeah like you were saying but now looking back I'm like oh my god I totally predicted the future
0: (laughs) okay nerd moment I'm gonna jump in now that everybody kind of said their (laughs) thing about GSAs so bring it back to colonialism and bring it back to the Indian Act the whole point of surveying Alberta and uh, Sarah, Sarah Carter wrote it out in the importance of monogamy in that book The whole reason was that they wanted white straight males who were married to own all the land. So this is literally why GSAs are politicized, not just because it's not just an indigenous thing, but this is like literally they impose straightness on these lands. So that's why GSAs are as political as indigenous issues, because, you know, the whole foundation of colonialism, the whole foundation of Canada, the whole foundation of Alberta is totally based off of forcing Christian values and forcing uh, white males to own and operate everything. That is the patriarchy structure that we have to dismantle.
2: I totally agree.
1: Well, and and like, I don't mean it shouldn't be a topic that we discuss. I just mean it's one of those things to me, it's like, we made laws so that you couldn't be discriminated against for these things. To me, that's just another one of those things. It's an extension of that. And And so I don't, I don't, sorry, I don't understand, like, I wish we wouldn't politicize stuff like that because that hurts people. Why aren't we politicizing the fact that our child welfare system is atrocious and children are dying and getting abused every day in that But Politicians don't want to talk about that because it's hard. That's a hard topic to talk about. So instead we'll use flashy things like, <laughs> you know, we hate gays because totally. that gets this whole side of people like rallied up like those are my people. Yeah. And, I, and I just like... To me, it's like the lowest form. It's like the lowest base of humanity is to like just yeah. rile people up and get them angry. Well,
0: that yeah. happened to me so, though in the provincial or the municipal election when we had like severe issues to be talking about in our area on like you know roads, sidewalks, mm-hmm. park paths. We had bike lanes. Sorry, bike lanes. Bike lanes. We had so many like municipal issues to talk about for sure. And then at the door, because of that anger machine. Um, all I got asked about was that, that damn Muslim Nenshi, which obviously you all know, I don't believe in that, but I had a lot of hate at the door. And then also, um, you know, making sure those rich NHLers got their new arena. That was the big hate machine propaganda that happened for the municipal election. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like that, that's the city's biggest... Monumental thing that you got to focus on, and biggest issue within the city is an in a new, new arena for rich people to play a game in.
0: When we literally had one of the worst recessions with empty office towers, what were you gonna say, Sam?
2: And I just want to jump back a little bit here to the whole GSA thing. It's actually, um, the it's, I think, a, a right, um, I think, but it it's in the charter of rights. It's in the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms that you can't be discriminated against on by belief, um, religion, race, gender, sexuality, I think, and like just like things like that mm-hmm. that you can't be discriminated against like that. But so, yeah.
0: Well, I think uh, you just proved once again I'm raising a liberal.
1: <laughs> but, but see, that's what I've always felt. is we the studied it in school. The GSA thing to me is a I basic have it hanging on the wall. charter of rights thing. There's a freedom of association. <laughs> but what people seem to forget is that if you're under 18, clearly to most people in Alberta, charter rights don't matter. Like well, you don't have was charter rights. That that upset like it,
0: me. When we were at St. Kateri, um, you know, one of the questions was, you know, what will you do for the community? And I really tried to empower the youth to remind them that I do exactly what you tell me to do and that I'm accountable to you so that if you write mm-hmm. me a letter, you may not have voted, but that doesn't mean that if, you know, we're going to be putting in um, gardens, community gardens, and we you want a skateboard park, I'm accountable to you for putting in that skateboard, a skate park, <laughs> skate park.
2: So, yeah. And you're also... <laughs> and you're like also representing them too like you're Absolutely. not just representing adults oh no yeah. you're representing like children you're no. representing our f- the future of this province this country like you're Absolutely. representing the future yeah. Not just the old folks. Yeah, and I um, told them
0: to write in letters for that reason. <laughs> the old folks. Yeah, but you know who votes?
1: Old folks. Yeah. No offense to the old folks. But listening. you
2: know what's funny? US, I went and had one of the
0: best um, you know, conversations that there was, multi-partisan event where we had a wonderful presentation from um, this group that works on seniors housing, <laughs> and they actually like, scared me with what we need to be doing in Alberta right now that I know nobody was talking about. Like, it was in our platform, but I don't know about anybody
1: else's. But the thing is, all of that stuff goes by the wayside now. Yeah. Like, at at this point in time, so, what does the province look look forward to in the next four years? It looks forward to a focus on oil and coal.
0: And our investments, (laughs) goddammit.
1: But everything else from there... Has no importance whatsoever. I mean, this is a guy who came from the team where MMIW, thousands the radar. and thousands of women and children in this country go missing and murdered, yeah, and that's not on their radar as a government that leads yeah. the country. Yeah. Two so spear he,
2: and boys, by
1: the way. Yeah. Well, t- yes, absolutely. But he's on that team that was that's not on our radar. So, like, all of this stuff just goes by the wayside, Uh-oh. like. They're like anything social, anything progressive mm-hmm. is done for four years. This Reconciliation
0: is not even in the UCP platform. Yeah.
2: That's and not actually, a
1: provincial responsibility. Who cares? Yeah. Actually, like, depress- that's what it's going to be.
2: Depressing fact of the day. Yeah. Um, in the U.S., the um, indigenous population in the U.S. only makes up 0.9% of the entire population of the U.S.
0: Aww. Yeah. So, but- anyway, I guess. My, the biggest things I wanted on, you guys on the show was just to kind of, you know, maybe some of your highlights, some of your lowlights, and just, I think we've really focused on the fact that, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Blue is oh. the only winners. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I, I really felt like there needed to be some accountability to the NDP basically taking credit for a lot of federal liberal policies. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I wanted there to be an acknowledgement of some of the... Mistakes that the NDP made as well, yeah. and um, not in a in a you know they're the worst party in the world UCP talking point, but as in the uh, you know this was good, but this could have been better. Yeah, yeah to be
2: honest, if if it were between the UC, like it kind of was, but if it were between the UCP and the NDP, I would have loved the NDP to win because I I wanted the Liberals to win really bad, but if it was it was down to those two and i really did not want to see blue win yeah and we've never had wait haven't we you were the one who told me this i think but we have never had like an, um a female pre- um premier, premier. reelected for, reelected elected yeah. yeah
0: i know i was pretty sad about that
1: but i, I, I think what probably you said highlights and i I don't know. For me, the whole experience was kind of a highlight. Like I enjoyed going through the municipal process. That was a much longer process because we had much more warning. And yeah. Yeah. you were kind of long ahead of time, said, I'm going to run and I'm going to do this and blah, blah, blah. So we had lots of, we had months to get. But I feel like uh, with this, because it was so quick, it was almost like there's no dipping your toe in the water. It's <laughs> like you're jumping in yeah. and you're either going to sink or swim. Yeah. Um. So I kind of enjoyed that as far as a first I don't know if your plans are to run again. I don't know if you know that yet. Well, I got to keep so, those
0: signs. And and I'll say this, yeah. like um the UCP uh candidate, NDP or um Peter Singh, like he's under RCMP investigation. Uh the UCP is under RCMP investigation. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to matter in Alberta because uh the end of the day, nobody seems to care about yeah. the fact that the yeah. blue is
1: so dirty. But you're, you're, whole, you're, you're thinking there might be a by election as well.
0: If there's doing. a by election, <laughs> we got to be ready. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of lit and stuff, and we can, you know, again, back to that, there's so many people that don't vote. I think we had uh, like one of the, you know, higher numbers for voter turnout in our area at like 43% or something. Yeah. But that's not like at the end of the day over 50% are not voting yeah. and yeah. we need to figure out why and we need to get them to the polls and I know yeah. you know we're lower income so a big component of that is that people don't have time yeah. so they yeah. don't have time to yeah. find out all the candidates they don't have time to like I'm such a nerd yeah. If UCP and- breathes something <laughs> wrong I know about it where most people don't know these things right yeah. so
2: and like another thing with like getting voters to polls I think that like, one our pole for our area is, like, really tucked away. You cannot see it because normally the, where they put the sign is, like, right in front of where a car parks in this parking lot because, like, I, I didn't even know where it was, um, and you had to take me there in order for me to know even where it was. And so I think that's a real problem. And I also think accessibility, or I guess that is part of accessibility, but, like, I think some people, like you said, don't have time. But another th- thing that could possibly be is, like, they can't get to the poll. Like, physically? Yeah. they Or, no. like, they don't have a car, but it's really far from their house. Mm-hmm. So they can't get to the poll where they need to be yeah. um, to vote, and they can't order... And, ad- and they can't do a advance poll or, like, a spe- special ballot, I yeah. think, or something. Yeah.
0: You know more about the Alberta Election Act than I think
1: most. <laughs> 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 I, I think, too, uh, one of the things I really enjoyed was actually getting to know David Connell a little better. Even yeah. though I only met him, like, briefly twice, I think, during this whole thing. But just in, in hearing you be around them and be um, involved and have them door knocking with you and stuff, like... Yep. I don't know. Just kind of gave me a, a better insight to people that yeah. were involved and I and... I was actually quite impressed by the Liberal Party's support for you and and how encouraging they were of you. That oh, was me too. compared to a municipal where you're yeah. on your own like it's yeah. you. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um this was a eye opening and, and very much like I think everyone in amazing. Calgary was... knows who
0: Gary Proveridge is and he uh is our kind of our media guy and man he like brought media to everything we had so much media and Mm -hmm. he he knows how to do the releases and give the right talking points so Mm -hmm. that that way if people can't come they still cover us and all of the like we were getting daily coverage and i actually had folks say i see you on the news every single night (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because well, you were on a billboard too, I think. Were
0: not you? Yeah, that was one of my highlights oh, yeah. was being on the McMahon Stadium. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty awesome.
2: It was just a big giant picture of her face with her name there.
1: Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought it was I mean, f- as far as our family goes, I thought it was a lot of fun. It
2: was
1: It was really quick and it was like blink and it's over, but <sighs> Yeah, I know. It was I don't know. It was I I enjoyed it.
0: I was really so... like sad cuz I knew there were times where it was like of course like on Friday when the RCMP raided that one guy it was like we were all looking at each other smiling like this could possibly happen but I, yeah. I knew I didn't want to get your hopes up too high and I was worried wow. about how to how to manage that. I so. understand
1: the reality of Well Alberta. you do because you're yeah. an
0: Albertan but I was worried for Sam. Cause like, oh don't yeah.
2: worry mom don't don't worry about me. My classmates um, teach me what real Aunt dumb Albertans think. Oh well, you know, I think you
0: should be kinder to your classmates on air.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Although I don't think none of, any of them know what a podcast is. So <laughs> it's not the
0: point, though. The point is, I don't want you talking ill about your classmates because, you know, they think differently than us and we have, con- you know, they have very conservative values and I think like I know I'm very conservative compared to many other liberals because uh, like the first time Justin Trudeau um, greeted me he kisses people on the cheeks oh, and yeah. I just about like I just <laughs> froze like what is he doing yeah. and I know you know a lot of ethnic communities yeah. kiss each other on the cheeks but I'm, I'm not when- that no, community you go to Cuba. And- <laughs> oh my god and- and, right so I, I was just like totally taken aback and I it was at that moment I'm like you're a conservative prude
2: <laughs> um i i remember when i first remember just or when i first met justin chido and this was even actually before the election
0: yeah I think he, it was this was way Dustin before he was by election yeah, yeah way
2: before like he was even like running yeah um and i remember he like came up behind me and <laughs> scared the living i got a great crap shot out of, of that moment though he was it terrified me <laughs> and that was actually the second time a politician <laughs> has come up behind me and scared me Nancy. because you know we were at the opening of a new airplane tunnel yeah um at the airport and we were looking at cars and i was looking at this car or fire truck i think and then she comes up <laughs> behind me and with like two other people and like terrifies me. I got a so, good shot of that was, one, too. So, like, I went I went to look, go turn around, and he was, like, right here. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And, um yeah, that was one of the first times I met Nenshi. And then the first time I met Justin Trudeau. um Anyway, I turned around after I met Justin Trudeau, and she shook his hand. But, yeah. And then he, like, just walked away. I'm like, dude, you can't just scare me like that. I'm like, <laughs> dude.
1: Rachel Notley never scared you.
2: No, Rachel Notley never did because she was so tiny that um, like well, like there was this she hole in. She was hard in, to
1: find. Yeah,
2: she was hard to find, and that's like there was this hole in the crowd when I first met her, and I'm like, oh, that has to be where Rachel Notley is, but I, I can't see her. Yeah. I thought she would be taller. I'm so grateful Rup, uh,
0: Rye was. I was and got like you there. and I was
2: yeah. actually like taller than her, and she was wearing heels, and yeah. I was like eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
0: She is ridiculously yeah. tall Samantha is compared to most kids anyway so. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so those are my highlights. The low lights was obviously the election results. Um, yeah, I think the saddest We've well. covered the low lights I think pretty well, well, but
0: no, there's one thing I may need to make clear and it was that, you know, with David Kahn like we had people at the door like, that was really interesting, having people say, we are totally voting for David Kahn. And then the other part was I actually came across a few supporters for, um, you know, folks, and they were just mean, actually.
2: Oh, me. yeah. I so, remember one of the dudes, he had a conservative sign out on his, or like a UCP sign out on his front line. Mm-hmm. Yard, and we went to his door, and he was like, yeah, I have a sign out there. And then you, were, you tried to, like, engage with him, like, Oh well, signs don't really scare us. Like yep. and then tried to engage and he was like, Yeah, well I support them. And then shut their door.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I don't mind yeah. I don't mind ones like that. I nope. I'm I'm gonna just give a really good funny one though. Um I was door, kn- door knocking for David Kahn at one point in time and uh there was a blue sign, but um in my area blue signs mean landlords put it up, but that doesn't mean that the actual renters will vote that way. So that's why I'm not intimidated by signs. So I went up to the uh, person, and they um, jokingly, you know, looked down at the orange signs and said, "Well, they're lowering my property values, so I need you to go door knock them and get at least the red ones up. I'd rather have red than orange." And I thought that was pretty funny. He was super nice to us and super kind. So I don't want to throw all conservative, you know, (laughs) supporters under the bus because I know a few of them were, you know, like I've come across a lot of conservatives that are just like you know i'm just going to vote blue and i i sure i'm sure proud of you for running yeah.
2: and thank you for coming to the door most of them are nice but it's just like those few ones where they're like i know <laughs> Jerks. like all like <laughs> crabby like grandma i, I know were- but y-
0: <laughs> i always want them to run so i hope that they get door slammed in their face too. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway. Or or go have to raise money for something.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no kidding. The only the I'm actually more sad about Calgary Cross not getting Ricardo Miranda back in. Aww, me too. Because I have to go to school in that riding, and if it's under conservative.
0: <sighs> okay, I'll say this though. I met Mickey M. Em- I think it's Mickey Emery or yeah, Nicky Emery, one or the other. But he uh, really nice guy. Yeah. Um, young lawyer. Um, I've actually had a really awful interaction with his dad at one point in time that just hurt my feelings so bad. Yeah. And, um, he's his son who won way, way, like not even yeah. just when I met him, he was humble. Let's put it that yeah. way. He wasn't elected yet, but he was really humble and actually a really nice guy. So, yeah, you I'm, know, let's, I mean, yeah, I'm we could probably write to him. We should write to him. Actually, let me say this on air. Everybody should know who their MLA, who their MP, who their city counselor is and school trustee so that you have a relationship for when, you know, shit hits the fan, basically. Yeah. So, you know, I really encourage everybody to go out and write to their new um, MLA is like, even for me, I need to sit down and pen a letter f- to Peter Singh, not just congratulating him, but, you know, just starting that relationship with him so that when... I mean, work-wise, of course, I'll need to work with him. But uh, just beyond that, you know, living in his writing and that. So I just really wish that for everybody because, um, and especially federally, start paying attention to everybody's platforms. Obviously, I've been talking about platforms for the on here for almost a year. And obviously, it didn't Ever matter. since
2: day one.
0: Yeah. It, so I don't know. I was really proud of uh, David Kahn. And I really thought if there was one person who should have went, it was him. Uh, Greg Clark, even Derek Fieldbrand, I wanted him to win. I wanted him to win.
1: Uh, So, my one question that I have coming into this election now. Yeah. And I'm sure you've maybe. I'm the host. You maybe have gotten it. Oh, yeah, but I'm questioning it. (laughs) Um, So, Michelle. Yeah. Are you going to run in the federal election?
0: (sighs) You know what? I actually. So, uh, the the day after the election, Mm -hmm. I seen like commentators asking everybody their opinion, but they never asked a single indigenous question before the election or after, and they didn't have a single indigenous candidate. So I've tweeted that out and almost immediately um, APTN got to me and said, Hey, uh, we'd like to have you on the show. So I was on the show and I taped it, but for whatever reason, my mic wasn't working well Yeah, and the they never there. like made a clip to go national So I don't know if I'll, if anybody will ever hear that, but they asked me that question directly too. And I I said to them, it's a pretty big ask to have anybody run for Justin Trudeau, who's indigenous in Canada, Mm -hmm. because it is a big ask. Um, Jody
2: Wilson, Wilson Rainbow.
0: Well, you know, I mean, we've had so many awful things going on in our life at the exact same time. You know, we were losing, uh, we lost the Olympic bid. Your school was in school closing procedures. We had a family issue that has rocked my world, which was part of the reason why I ran, because I seen problems in the nonprofit, problem in the shelter system, problems with the justice system, problems with the child welfare system that happened from our own family. Um, And then Jody Wilson-Rainbow and Justin Trudeau had a nasty, ugly divorce that reminded me of my parents, So that was awful. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, when somebody asks you, are you going to run federally? Well, number one, I don't know if the federal liberals would ever want me to run for them, frankly, because I'm... While the Alberta liberals gave me the green light and I went through their, you know... Uh, criminal background check Mm -hmm. their child welfare check um i think there was a financial check to make sure you don't have like outstanding liens and such right so i got the green light on all of that and um but federally like federally is a different cup of tea we're talking about you know billions of dollars and people like jason kenney are funded like up the wazoo by corporations that just want to see their best interests protected and I just don't see anybody thinking, I maybe Elizabeth May would want me to run for her, but, you know, I'm a Calgarian, and I think we all know, like, blue, blue, blue. So Yeah, I think
1: that's in this election coming up in the federal, I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion in Alberta. In Alberta, I don't know if that'll mean that they switch from liberal to conservative in the... Like in Actual the bigger election. picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as a country, but I know in Alberta, that's like you got a snowball's chance in hell of getting elected as a liberal. Intergenerational right hate towards Justin Trudeau, yeah. yeah.
2: But in the Yukon, the Forgotten Territory. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have a female premier who is liberal and her name is Sandy something. Interesting, I'll have to Google
1: that. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, thanks for having us on. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm really proud of you
0: both, and I'm grateful that you encouraged me through this whole thing, and that you're okay, even though I lost. I mean, there's not much you can do it. So
1: it's, but the thing, the way I look at this stuff is, it's not. Yeah, it's a loss of an election, but that's just a popularity contest. What yeah. what I see <laughs> it as is, is it's, it truly was a win. Yeah, I think we all grew, we all got, it, yeah, we yeah. All we're our better people because you ran. So and we get yeah. to come,
2: and we get to complain because my mom ran. And I I can't vote yet because I am only 11 and a half going on 12.
1: (laughs) But I want to thank you for running. And I was really proud of you for running. And yeah. I was proud of
0: me for running too. And I was proud to talk about liberal values and. You know, I love using the platform to remind people of Jason Kenny's failed records. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I like love honestly. talking about throwing Harper's team under the bus, so yeah. that's no problem. You know, it's really clear to me that, um, you know, I've talked a lot about, you know, what you see for internalized racism, lateral violence, violence against every racial or um, sexual demographic there is. I don't know if any of that's getting through, so... I'm just going to encourage people to phone the wellness helpline if you're Indigenous at 1-855-242-3310. Uh, if you're non-Indigenous, call the crisis line if you're feeling like you need some some help. I want to say thank you to my ancestors, my granny, my mom for what strength looks like through your example. I want to thank my dad for teaching me to be blunt and strong, which I really needed for the election. Uh, my stepmom for showing me what a proud culture is through her Austrian roots and stepping up and teaching me to be a proud Hungarian I want to say thank you to my husband for producing and editing this show. On top of being my childhood friend, my husband, the father of our child, He's witnessed, witnessed decades of racism and sexism that I've experienced. Yesterday was one, no, you know, exception to that rule. And I was really grateful he was there. <laughs> um, to our child, we are blessed to learn from you every day. And we're honored that you chose us. You give me daily accountability to be a better and a stronger person. My Patreon account is Native Calgarian, where you can pledge and support. I want to say thank you to Amanda, Ashley, Beatrice, Diana, Joni, Judy, Kenna, Kimberly, Matt, Nancy, Nathan, Phyllis, Sharon, The sprawl, Tiffany, and Veronica. Thank you all for signing up. If you value listening and can afford to give, thank you. For those who cannot afford to give but listen in, I'd love to hear from you at nativeyyc@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Send me in your comments or questions. And I want to finish by acknowledging my beautiful cousin, When I see Calgary's rabbits, you're lucky I'm not tradish. And she would say, or you'd be in my dish. Native Calgary.